fake it till you make it? Nah, let's be it till you see it with Leslie Logan here on episode 58 of No Boring Stories. Let's get into it. Welcome to the No Boring Stories podcast. You know that you can use storytelling to captivate your audience, clarify your message, and grow your business and impact like never before. And that's why I'm here. Each episode bringing you transformative stories, expert storytellers, and my signature storytelling tools, all to help you tell a better story. Because there's no such thing as boring stories, just boring storytellers. I'm your host, Alex Street, and one of my first crushes in high school was with Jewel, the singer Jewel. Well, today on the show, uh, I don't have Jewel, but we have someone with a Jewel-like story, if you remember that. We kind of allude to it here, as I've got Leslie Logan on the show. Leslie is the founder of OnlinePilatesClasses.com and the host of the Be It Till You See It podcast. She's a certified Pilates teacher, a habits and mindset coach. She's a founder of OnlinePilatesClasses.com, which is the first free online catalog of Pilates exercise tutorials, helping people around the world connect with themselves. And we are going to get right into her massive story of discovering her love for Pilates, her ability to teach and to make an impact on people like she never thought possible. But more than anything, you are going to love her story of finding herself within all of this, within the chaos of the world that she was living in. She found something deeper, more internal that allows her now to show up in this world with more energy and expertise and impact than ever before. You're really going to love this episode if you've got something that you're waiting on, some idea that you're thinking about launching, starting, beginning, but there are so many objections in the way. Well, Leslie's going to help you get over those real fast as she not only shares her story, but she gives us some incredible wisdom and encouragement to get started because action brings clarity. Okay, I don't want to spoil anymore. Let's get into this incredibly enjoyable and insightful conversation with the one and only Leslie Logan. How are you? Hi, Alex. I'm great. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so, so good. You've uh, you've got your podcast voice on. You host yes. your own podcast. How's that going? The Be It you Till know, You See It podcast. Be It Till You See It podcast is kicking butt. I'm loving it. It's mm. Honestly, I can see why people end up doing like three, four episodes a week because you just have so much fun talking to people. But I, um, I feel like I have outer body experiences when I'm interviewing because when I listen back, I'm like, oh, that was a great question. (laughs) (laughs) So good there. (laughs) Whoa, I am good. (laughs) Wow, I love that. (laughs) What do you think that is? What? How do you? How do you switch? What's the difference between like when you're in interview mode? What is going on in your brain to? to do that. So I'm trying to listen as the person who doesn't know the, mm. like who doesn't have the confidence, who doesn't know how to be it till they see it. Like I'm trying to act like that. And so, um, so I, when people say things like some people will say things like, Oh, my spirit animal, this I'm like, okay, so how do I know what a spirit animal is? And if I have one, like, what is that? Right. Like, yes. and so I'm trying to be the, the listener with the questions so that they get the answer. Cause like, mm. I know what it's like to be walking down the street, listening to podcasts. Like, wait, what did they say? What is that? Um, there's a podcast called smart list. They don't need our promotion. They're famous, but they always <laughs> go, 
it's like three actors, you know, Will, yeah, yeah, yeah. Arnett, all this stuff. And they're, uh, when people will say things they're like, okay, for Tracy in Wisconsin, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> so and, good. and so I like, instead of saying that, I'm like, why don't I just be Tracy and then just ask the question so I can get mm-hmm. really curious. And that's, so this has been really fun. And we're almost at, we're, um, we're at six months now and yeah. 70 episodes are out. It's like freaking so cool. And the other day I was in my DMs um, looking for something. I saw that my assistant just decided to ask people that I'd said someday we'll ask them. So she asked them anyways. And I was like, Oh, I'm glad I didn't know this was happening. Cause I, I'm so scared. <laughs> what if they say yes? She's just out there asking people to be a guest. Is that yeah, well, what? I have like a, like a wish list. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, like right. we have our wish list. And right. like, I saw a DM to like Amy Cuddy and look, if she says no, it's fine. Everyone we're still new. It's she's a busy woman. Ted talk everyone. <laughs> but I was like, Oh, I, what if she does say yes, that would be so cool. And then, Oh my God, what do I ask her? <laughs> You're going to ask her the same questions. That's the thing. Once you go into that mode, that's what I love yeah. is that I, the key word that you said was curious, right? So as long yeah. as you're here being curious and not thinking that you, you've got somebody as a guest into your space. And so you need to now be proper, like no matter who it is, if you had, I don't know, Obama on your podcast, like oh you're God, just going to be curious, right? Talk you're just about a man ask. who was being it till he saw it. Like talk, like, I mean, come go. on, but no, you're 100% correct. And you know, fun fact, everyone, Alex was the first interview I did for my podcast. And I was so yeah. glad it was him. And I was like, Oh, he knows how to talk. He'll just, it's fine. <laughs> I can just like sit here and smile and go, Oh, tell me more. <laughs> And it was so fun. It was so good. I was, it was an absolute honor to, to be that, to see there, to, 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 to be it till we saw it. I don't know. I, I guess that I, was it. Right. Oh, was, we did. There was no podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way. So if you're out there thinking, oh, I can't launch a podcast until, I mean, Leslie, you're, you are, that is exactly what you're here to do is to tell people what, okay, so let's, let's do that. Let's just give a little, a little message here for anybody that's sitting there right now, listening and thinking my story hasn't led me that to towards that, but I know that I'm supposed to do something. I know, you know, I have this idea in my mind, but I should wait until blank. Yeah. What do so we do? action brings clarity and it's the antidote to fear. So I would actually just take a step like, by the mic or, you know, or ask a friend to do an interview, like just take one tiny step mm-hmm. and then that will reveal the next step. And I think, gosh, waiting sounds like such like, like that sounds so stressful and so anxiety ridden. I can't even imagine how you feel. So I promise you, if you take one step, you'll actually see the next one. Cause that's where the clarity comes from. Yeah. And the fear dissipates. Cause it's like, Oh, Oh, you get it out of your head. That wasn't so bad. So, um, the first interview is so I was like, Oh my God, Oh my God. And then we did it. And I was like, Oh, well, that was fun. That's like doing an IG live. No big deal. Yep. <laughs> Just yep. A fancier mic. <laughs> we create this, like, yeah, this, 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 uh, podcasting is this big unreachable space and, and yeah. it's obviously it's easier well, than we think depending even what levels you go to in it it's up to you but this is to just and, get up and do something do it well and also you won't have a listener when you start you'll have like your mom and your friends and like whatever but like you can't wait till you have a certain number of followers to have listeners because i have tons of followers and like they're not they don't even know i have a podcast yet i keep talking yeah. about it like the, the algorithm is real but you know before my podcast launch i was on Lori harder's podcast And she said, she asked me something about like uh, what I was afraid of. And I was like, well, I don't want to waste anybody's time. I don't want to waste like it's people's time when they're listening to it. And she's like, well, they just won't listen. And I was like, oh, 
well, there's that. So <laughs> that's fine. Right. So Which is I- so, okay. Cause that, yeah. So she says that it, with her massive wisdom and you just yeah. receive it and go, well, that was simple. Yeah. And yet that idea of they just, well, then they just won't listen. That, that is actually my inner critic. That is my fear is I'm producing mm-hmm. this thing and I'm putting in the effort and I'm saying this thing and speaking from my heart and bringing on my friends to be guests and people I don't know to be guests. And I don't want to waste their time. And if we put this all together and then I put it out there and it's going to be a big fat goose egg out there. Nobody, literally nobody's going to listen to it and it's not going to make the impact that I know it can make. And so where Lori's like, well, that's fine. They just won't listen. You're not going to waste their time. So your fear is I don't want to waste their time. My fear is they won't listen. (laughs) And also, but Alex, but Alex, like in reality, like, has there ever been a podcast episode out there that's gotten zero listens? Let's say no. Yeah, I don't think so. Because, okay, obviously I'm going to listen to it again because I want it, you know, I'm like probably at least somebody that follows me will listen to it. But even still, even if it was just your episode, that's just by yourself, you have to re-listen to it. So there's going to be impact like that you have again on your own self, like you're Mm -hmm. like getting your own Mm -hmm. lesson re put into your ears. That's going to change how you reacted to the world. And probably someone in your household is going to be hearing you edit this. So like there's more (laughs) ears, but I just think that like, it's just not possible. And here's what, here's what I think even matters more than that, even whatever number, because then somebody's still going to wind this down and go like, yeah, but like, that doesn't matter if the person in my house hears it or anything like that. It's actually coming back to your ABC action brings clarity. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that's really what it's about. At this point, it, this isn't even for an audience first. Yeah. It's, it's most, it's for me first. It's, I have to do this. Right. And that's, that's then the, that, like, whatever that is, it could be an empty auditorium, but I'm still showing up because, because of the act, because of the action, because of the calling to simply present until the audience comes. Like, that's the, it's, well, you keep doing it. And also, like, I just keep, because of course, I would love to have the mil, the, the $10,000, 10, $10, downloads, not dollars. I would love to have that too. You I mean, that to hey, me, but like, to bring it all. <laughs> yeah, but the downloads per episode, we're not there yet. Yeah. I'm really working hard to get to 10,000 in one month. We're getting close. We're like, that's huge for us with, you know, like that's two episodes yeah. a week. That's a lot of content, you know, so you got to baby, baby step it. But like, can you imagine if someone said, okay, Alex, your first podcast, we've got 10,000 people who are ready to listen to it. How much pressure would that have? <laughs> like that would be like exciting. And then also like scary AF, like just so much my, so when I first started teaching Pilates, um, I had like a couple people coming to a, an air quotes class. Cause it was like two people, but the first time I was on a big stage, so I was at a high-end fitness club and they would never give a brand new teacher a class. Like that's not yeah. their role. You have been teaching so many years, then you'd be a sub and then you like all these things just to make like, I don't know, 50 bucks an hour. So, <laughs> so anyways, my boss, my mentor, someone who's super famous in the supplies industry, she got locked out of her apartment and she said, I can't make it to class. You normally take this class are you available to teach it? And I said, Oh yeah, I can teach it. No problem. I'm like, Oh my God, I get to teach at this club. Mm -hmm. It's happening. My moment's happening. And then I walked in, there's 30 people. I've never taught 30 people before. I didn't even teach 10 people. Like, so I had this like moment of like, Oh my God, this is the most people I've ever taught. And it took me like, you know, I did my little be it till you see it. I didn't know that I was doing at the time, but I was like, okay, 
if I had taught 30 people before, how would I be like, if this was my normal day, like how mm-hmm. would I feel? And I like stepped into like this thing. And luckily, you know, in my past life in retail, this one person I worked with was like, oh, whenever I step across the threshold of the store, I just go, it's showtime. So I was like, okay, it's showtime, which is not, but just being it till you see, it. I was like, I'm going to be this person who's taught 30 people until <laughs> this class is over. And then yeah. I've done it anyways. <laughs> I got so many reviews of people going, give this girl a class that they made a rule change and they gave me a class. But like, that isn't, that is not what I would ever have any new teacher do. I never say, okay, first one out of the gate, go do this big group. No, you got to like, you know, get your things. And so, um, so I just imagine as a speaker, like, can you imagine you go from zero to 10,000? That would, you, I think did that, but I would be so scared. Not quite. But that would be at, at some point I go, Ooh, that would be fun. But I, yeah, actually then you go, yeah, but, but if I, if I work my way up to that, then I would be, I would be better. Like, that's the only thing is I think I, my content, my presentation would be better. I don't think it's actually about the number of people. Mm-hmm. Why is 10,000 scarier than 5,000? It's just a mass of people either way. There's something about there's those extra 5,000 or extra, you know, 9,990 people that are, that you're not used to speaking to that now you get to impact. And I think that that for me, and maybe this is what it is for you and where you see this. And again, we'll get into your story here and really unpack all of this. But for me, it it is about impact. It's a, that's the fear that's in that is if I show up and there's a room of 30 people and I've only ever taught 10, well, now I have an opportunity to make a bigger impact here. Yeah. I, I want to perform mm-hmm. at, at that kind of level. I want to do that. And so then it's a choice and your choice was it's showtime. Yeah. I have a friend who was given an opportunity to spend class and it was at a weird time because they, he wanted an extra class. They said, okay, you can have this one. And he's like, there's three people in this class. And you know, it's a spin class of all these bikes they have 45 bikes. And yeah. he taught to the back of the class with the empty bikes. And he just pictured people being in those classes. Mm. Cause talk about like, that's what we all want to do, right? We're all here. Yeah. No one has a podcast if they don't want to make an impact. <laughs> you just don't yeah. go through the effort. Yeah. So he did that. And within a couple of weeks, that class was filled at a mm. time that like no one would even say they would want to go to. And I think that like, that goes back to your question. Like, yeah, you kind of have to show up <laughs> and just get started because the people, unless you quit, unless you don't share it, unless you don't tell anyone about it, people are going to find out what you're doing. They're going to find out it's going to get out there in the ethers. The universe has a way of like dropping little nuggets of things into people's laps, you know? So yeah. This is what I love is because this is your story. Like you're speaking and you speak so easily from your current experience to teach about this. And uh, we got to get into it now. So Mm -hmm. tell like, what is it that you're doing now? Just stick with now who you are now and the impact that you're making around the globe. Um, Bring us into that. Who is Leslie Logan and what do you do and what's the impact? So hello, I'm Les Logan. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm uh, the founder of onlinepilotesclasses.com and profitablepilates.com. And I'm the host of Be It Till You See It podcast. So what I'm doing now is, well, with my husband, we actually coach um, over 150 people in a coaching group for fitness business owners. And um, because I'm on the mission, more bodies doing Pilates. And since not everyone will like me, 
I want to make sure I help all the other teachers out there actually mm. teach the clients they want to teach. And we have so much fun. They're all over the world. I think they're in 17 time zones. It's really cool. And then over at online products classes, we call it OPC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, me for my naughty by nature fans. <laughs> and, uh, OPC. <laughs> I know. I know. So, uh, we, that's have... all. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, the so, way, you so can't I live keep in, it. <laughs> I live in Ontario, Canada and our provincial police, like the, it's basically federal police, right? It's, They're the it's OPP. The, it's the OPP. So Stop. I growing up, I thought that this song was about our our police department. I was like, what does oh it mean God. to be down with OPP? They like the police. <laughs> I like the police. Here we go. OPC is an online police platform that actually create has accountability and community built in. I believe that connection, consistency, and community are the ways to getting everything done and doing life better. And so um, we have um, hundreds of members all over the world from people who've just started Pilates to people who've been doing it for 40 years. Like well, at this point, she's at 42 years, 42 years. She's been doing plies longer than I've been alive. And she's in this community with us. And what I love about it is our whole, our whole goal is that people prioritize themselves first. So they do life better. And so that's, that's what I do everything. So mm-hmm. talk about impact. I'm just here to make sure everybody is like living their best life as, cause it's the world's a better place that way. Right. And I just happen to do it with Pilates. So when we, when I prioritize myself, mm-hmm. I do life better. That's what you're saying. Yeah. When you fill your cup first, get yeah. freaking selfish about mm-hmm. your, like your day a little bit. You are a better father, husband, mm-hmm. coach leader. Cause you have so much more to give. You're not like, if you are tired, you show up tired. You are shorter with your responses to people who you're close to because like you can be right. You, um, are less responsive to people asking things. You probably say no to things that you probably would have said yes to if you had the energy and the time and the mindset to say yes to it. Um, you just don't show up fully. Think about a cup with half water. It's a hot day and your cup is half filled and someone's like, Oh my God, can I get a sip? You're being like, no. And then someone bumps you. And then a little bit pops out. You're like, Oh my God, everyone is after me. But if your Mm. cup is super full, and somebody wants some water. You're like, oh yeah, I got a little extra here. Actually, it's like about to spill out. No worries. Someone hit you. It's no big deal. I got some more. You know, you're going to get more tomorrow because you yeah. know, tomorrow you're going to fill your up first. So I believe that the reason why there's so much stress, sickness, like people angry at each other is because we're all walking around with empty tanks of gas. Wow. And it's because we're doing everything for other people and we're breaking our commitments to taking care of ourselves. And so that's like, we, if you, if you are like doing things for others, but not giving to yourself, then you're just like angry all the time and frustrated because you're just always doing things for others. And like, you never feel good, right? You didn't, you will feel so much better when you fill your cup. So you can fill your cup in lots of ways, sleep, actually drinking water, healthy (laughs) foods, things like that. For me, it is time with myself. And when you hit your Pilates mat and you curl up and you do the workout with me and you're like, Oh, that was actually pretty easy. You know, like, wow, today I'm like feeling really good. You're mm-hmm. like, have that moment with yourself. You can't mm-hmm. think about anything else, by the way, when you're doing Pilates, you cannot, it's not like squats. We can think about what you're buying at the grocery store and then, but maybe you're getting really judgy on yourself. Why is maybe that? You're, hmm? Why, oh, why like, is it because you have to focus so much on your, yeah, you know, you your, can't, the muscles that you're squeezing. Yeah, if Pilates is easy, you're doing it wrong. That's like the whole thing. Cause it's like choreography. You could just, yeah. you could curl, like you could just curl up too high and like, or you could 
You could um, just circle your arms around like this, or you can actually circle your arms from the muscles and like feel your lat cramp. So right, like, right. Um, so the, the, the thing about Pilates, you actually have to think about where you're moving from and then move from there. And so it's a movement meditation. So for my peeps who have a hard time closing their eyes and sitting still, it's really great for you, but mm-hmm. you get your, your, because um, the way I teach the class, it is the classical work that Joseph Pilates left us. And you are doing the same thing each time. I just changed the theme, but you can actually compare yourself to yourself from the day before or two days before. And you can go, wow, two days ago, I felt super strong. And today I just feel really exhausted. Well, what happened yesterday? What happened last night? Oh, I didn't got in a fight with my yeah. partner. I didn't eat enough. And it allows you to actually be in control of you and actually have this connection to yourself. And when we connect to ourselves, we connect more to others, period. You cannot love other people if you don't love you, right? Whew. Okay. This is, <laughs> this is so... I think I'm talking about abs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, well, yes, but no, I, I, uh, I, but I think that that maybe the listeners did, right? I think that maybe maybe people are like, oh yeah, okay. So, and I think that's what it comes down to with anybody in any role. You see the title that they have, they have, but then when you get down to this, what's the impact that it makes? It opens up a whole other level that could you could be talking about anything, any title at this point, when, with the, the stuff that you're talking about with impact, with prioritize yourself, there is now so many different job titles and roles that you could have, Leslie. <laughs> you, you just, yeah, you choose to do it in this way and yeah. say, hey, because what I've found is Pilates is a phenomenal resource to prioritize yourself and ultimately connect mm-hmm. with yourself and the world around you. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can just take that clip. We're going to put it on the website. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, you know, here's the, last year we had one of our members reach out to us and say, Thank you for reminding me in class all the time. I can do hard things because today I had a, a hard conversation at work hmm. and I normally would avoid that. And I was like, I don't have this hard conversation. And she's like, and your little voice was in there going, Hey, Aaron, you can do hard things. And if she, she's like, I'm so glad that I show up every day on my mat, even when I don't have the full the time for the whole class, because I get that little dose of like, what, what, look what I did. Look what I did for myself. Look at how I did this for myself. And she eventually at the end of the year, quit her job and started a new job. Hey, that's freaking cool that Mm -hmm. she got so empowered. So connected to herself. She got so like, she got so much filled in her cup. She's like, this is actually the wrong place for me. These people don't treat me well. Great. You know, great work my job done <laughs> it seems so simple and there's so many of us ignoring it yeah but isn't that what we do because i think people go well if it's simple it must not like it has to be complicated it has to be mm-hmm. hard people say that it must be it has to be hard if it's not hard work and it's like no it's just like it's um you know i think we all grew up in a time where like the the grandparents we had had to work really hard to put food on the table they had to work really hard to do a lot of things and they didn't at all have the opportunity to go, hmm, do I want to go meditate this morning? <laughs> but we do. And what do we do with that? We scroll, we avoid, we stay up too late. You know, um, everybody asked me like all these different shows. I'm like, no, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Cause I I'm busy. I'm really, really busy taking going, what do I want to do? Right. I want to read this book right now. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So where does this idea of connection for you, that's what you're doing. You're helping people connect with themselves and the world mm-hmm. around them. It's brilliant and, and beautiful. And 
for you, where does that begin? You know, like, like you, right. As a, as a kid, as a teen, what was that like for you? Who was Leslie back then? Um, Oh gosh. You know, first of all, y'all, my mom permed my bangs when I was a child, just the bangs. So (laughs) just so you know, just, just so you can paint a picture, super long hair and they wouldn't let me cut it. And just the bangs were permed. Um, so that was, um, not fun. Are they sticking straight out? Like, was that like, like, they were, it would look, I mean, there's my sister left this article of of a newspaper. I was on the cover of as an 11 year old with my grandparents. They were in an article because they're, you know, famous (laughs) for parents, perms, bangs. (laughs) Yeah. And there's my perm bangs. And I'm like, oh my God, I thought every picture was burned. And like, they, they're, it just, it looks, it just looks like a poodle's like, the hair on a forehead of a poodle. It's just really bad, everyone. So I say this because <laughs> of course I was made fun of. Of course I didn't feel like I belonged. And right. that was like, just like, there's the, here, here's the evidence. If you think at all that I had a lot of friends, um, look, I, what, okay. I, but let's, would you have, if it wasn't for, <laughs> you know, a, such um, a blatant kind of, uh, fashion style? You know, I, um, I definitely was a friendly kid and I'm a a high functioning introvert. So I was very outgoing, but, Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I think I, I also think I just didn't understand children, my age either. Like I think I was born an old soul. So I got into high, by the time I got into high school and I don't even think I knew this, this feeling, I don't think I had a word for it, but by the time I got to high school, I just really didn't feel like I belonged there. And I was counting down the days to go to college. And I also knew that I had no money to go. And so I just lived this world. Like I don't belong anywhere. And this is, and I wasn't an oppressed child, but I, I, I I'm a positive person by just nature. However, like I just was, I just felt like I didn't ever belong. Like I was friends with people and they would yeah. let me sit with them at lunch. I wasn't sitting by myself. Everyone don't worry. I was not sitting by myself, but I just also didn't feel like I really like connected with the place I was at, yeah. with the people I was at. And then, um, well, that, know, that is a feeling, right? So that that's the thing is, as a lot of us felt that not, not, you weren't the one sitting alone in the corner, or maybe you were, and that is your story. But so many of us can say, oh yeah, but at this time in my life, like, I didn't know where yeah. I belonged. I didn't, I, I look back and I had this, you know, at the time that we're talking about this, um, my best friend from high school and college, I did my sophomore year. I met this girl who was like a sister, like from another lifetime. And the moment I met her, I finally felt like I belonged to be there. Like there was a reason why I was there and she and I were like, you know, twins and, um, and, uh, she was the person, like my person, like who definitely got me through the rest of high school and into college. And, um, and we, of course, as high school friendships go, you, you lose touch at some point, like it doesn't work when I'm like living in Southern California and she's living in Northern California. And, um, this is before social media, everyone, this is how old I am. And also like when cell phones had minutes. And so you would go, what plan are you on? Oh, I have unlimited texting yeah. with that plan. This is what we're talking about. So yeah. Anyways, is it worth um, sending a, a text that costs a quarter? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely had those bills. I was like, Whoa, who can afford this anyways? Um, so I, when that friendship ended, you know, as it, as it phased out, I actually was lost again. I remember going to work. I ran a store. I like should have be so happy at all these friends in college, but like I, they're getting married, they're going off. And I could just see like, Oh, I had that feeling again. And I, 
just remember like, oh, I'm, I, this is like, all I'm doing is working because I don't really have yeah. anything. And that's actually, so the reason I can say this is that's actually when someone invited me to a Pilates class, I made fun of it. I really did. I was like, that's some BS infomercial stuff. It can't do what it says it's going to do blah, blah, blah. Cause all the VHS, you know, infomercial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, but I needed a friend. And so I went to the class. I Were you already a- into fitness in some way or anything? Like why, why does somebody yeah. say come to Pilates? Well, she was going, um, but yes, I was already into fitness. I was, um, I, my, my dad was an athlete. My grandfather played professional baseball. Um, and so it was like, and my dad's whole thing was like, we can't afford college. So you should get a scholarship. Um, Mm -hmm. but I was actually not actually that good to get, (laughs) I was like, I was like, that's not that good. (laughs) Can't, but you should. (laughs) Yeah. So I like, he's like, it's okay. Cause at the time he's like, you're a girl, let's have you golf because like, there's not enough female golfers. Like, even if you're a crappy one, you're going to get a scholarship. I'm like, thanks dude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, here's the bar, but yes, I was, um, I was already sort into fitness. I was already still like kind of running and stuff. And so she invited me to this class and I thought, well, we'll go and we'll have coffee and then we'll, I'll never have to go again, but I'll have a friend. And Alex is when I say like, like the turning point of my life was in this class. And this is, I know people are like, what? That can't happen. I understand. Cause I would think that same thing, but mm-hmm. we got into the first exercise and I felt muscles in my body that I never, ever, ever felt as an athlete, as someone who worked at the gym, as someone in like, who was like, I had taken personal training certification. Like I knew the body, like I felt muscles. I never felt before. And I actually felt what it was like to be in my body. And in that moment, I felt so much connection. And that's why I say like, we have to connect to ourselves first, because what I actually right. didn't realize was that the reason I didn't feel connected to anything, to anybody that I feel, didn't feel like I belong is I never had actually connected with myself yet. High achieving entrepreneurs and public speakers. This is for you. You know that you've got something important to do here, but why in the world are you doing it? And even if you know why, how do you talk about that? That's why I'm so excited to invite you into my one-on-one story coaching process. Through this three-month journey, we will go into intensive sessions to uncover your story, turn it into a message that matters, and then create content specific to your context and business today. I have worked with dozens of clients that have experienced major transformation through this experience and more importantly, have discovered the transformation that they have already gone through in their life. Because when you know how you have transformed, you can communicate that so your audience knows how you can transform them too. Look, 96% of consumers buy based on emotions. And if storytelling is our greatest tool to spark an emotional response, then you better learn to tell your story today. And one-on-one story coaching is the best way to do it. Go to alexstreet.ca to get the conversation started or reach out to me on Instagram at streetsays and say, I'm interested in one-on-one. Let's talk. That's good stuff. That, that's... And you know it. <laughs> yeah. This is- I know. I know. But I didn't know that, you know, I also, for anyone listening, like I didn't know that that was the thing that would sure. lead me to hear. No one does in the moment. All I knew was I need to get that feeling again, that feeling. I have yeah. to have that one again. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I need a friend. I'll go mm-hmm. to this class. In that class, you find yourself like what I don't know. You, you, you 
you're in your body, you feel muscles you've never felt before. Like what, again, open that up so that we can kind of get a, a glimpse into what that, how that changes you, you know, that's yeah. on a Tuesday evening. What does yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday look like or beyond? Yeah. So I literally, um, changed my entire work schedule so I could go to a class almost like six days a week, like literally changed my entire work schedule. So I could go, so I could have that feeling. Mm-hmm. And I was like the Pilates preacher. I wasn't even teaching it. I was just like telling every single person, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. People are like, she has lost her mind. She's in a cult. <laughs> this is what happens. When you get in a cult. <laughs> um, but I, I, I just felt like I had not even, I don't even have directions, the right word, but like, I felt like this is like where I feel good. I feel so good. I feel mm-hmm. like um, you know, when you feel like you're in alignment of some kind, or you actually just feel like you're on the path, like you're on the right path, something here is working. And what ended up happening is the more I did it, the more I realized I was in the wrong place because I was only feeling in the right place when I was there. I wasn't feeling in the right place yeah. at work or anything like that. So, um, I transferred to Los Angeles and moved to Los Angeles and I was going to classes and, um, where were you before that? I was in uh, Orange County. I was in Newport Beach. If anyone oh, yeah. watched, if anyone's an elder millennial and you watch the show Orange County, um, that's where I was. <laughs> Wait, you mean the OC? The, the OC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. The OC. That's and they're like, that's how we do it in the OC. And I was like, oh my god, um, no. But uh, yeah, so I uh, I was in Newport Beach and area, and I I thought I would live. I thought I loved it. The beach. Who wouldn't love that? But I just um, had this feeling, and an opportunity at my company allowed me to move, so I took it. And, you know, just so you all know, you can keep moving. It doesn't actually, (laughs) actually doesn't make you, you're the same person. So what I discovered there is that I met a woman who said, you should be a teacher. And it's so crazy. Y'all, you would probably think, duh, Leslie, you sound like you love it so much. Why wouldn't you have come up with this idea? But you have to understand I was sitting under a pile of $60,000 student loans and I was really good at the job I had. And so like, it didn't occur to me that you can mm-hmm. change jobs. I'm the child of parents who had like a, the, a job and my grandparents had a job. Like I yeah. wasn't, no one switched. I never saw that. So, um, so she said, you should be a applies teacher. And I was like, oh, can I do that? Like, this is so crazy. I didn't, so who, I didn't know that I could do that until someone said it, said it. And then when I became a teacher, I just thought it would be a side hustle that pay for my love for Pilates. And I got so busy. I had to quit my, quit my job. And that's how we got here. <laughs> and that's how we got here. Okay. There's a couple of things I want to, I want to draw on here because you, you're, you're forming a, a fantastic story, right. From, you know, not belonging to being connected. Uh, and, and it's, it's glorious. And, and you've got this key moment here of, I remember going to that first class feeling connected to my body. And I, I just needed more of it. I needed, because it gave me more than just movement. It gave me connection. And, but you said this thing about, I knew that I wasn't where I was supposed to be location wise. Mm -hmm. Right. So I moved, but then you said, look, just because you move, it's not going to fix things. Mm -mm. So what is that? that feeling, that idea of, I need to move. Like, what is that going to satisfy? What is that? What is that bringing to you? Or what, you know, what did it eventually bring to you? Why were you not in the right place? And why was this eventually the right place? How long did that take to figure out? Yeah. Well, first of all, I just had this tug that I needed a different so at this time, y'all, I still didn't make that friend. So I was just doing applies myself and my roommate from college, my one friend, she was moving to St. to Missouri. So here I was 
going to be alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to find a new roommate. And, um, I just felt like that was the perfect time to move because if I'm going to start over, I may as well start over somewhere else. Um, and you know, I lived in, or- I lived in orange County for five years at that point, maybe six, six years. And I, not that I'd seen all of it, but I just felt like, you know, it, the people changed. You can change the people. It just, I'm still the same person here. And this is, I'm not seeing an op. I don't see a road out of this. And, you know, I was doing plies there for a couple of years. And not one teacher ever said you should do this. Not one Mm. teacher invited me in. I took one session with one person in LA and she's like, you should teach this. (laughs) Yeah. So that's, that's a key, right? So you don't know what it is that's pulling you out, but you get there and all of a sudden you're seen in a different Mm -hmm. way. Yes. Yes. And there, there is, you know, I will say this for some big cities, like you can get lost in them or you can find so much opportunity. There's so much possibility because there's just so Mm -hmm. many people. And, um, and yeah. And I, so I ended up in LA for 14 years. I never thought I'd leave. Um, but, um, the same year that I moved to LA is when my husband moved to LA, we didn't meet, but we moved in the exact same year, two months apart. Mm. (laughs) Does he, where was he from? Uh, he moved from Philly. Right. And so, (laughs) He's a East Coast boy coming over here. Yeah. And, yeah. and, uh, California girl, born and raised. <laughs> I just kept moving up and down the coast. <laughs> and you start teaching classes and you're like, ah, oh, this is it. This is what I made for. No, um, not at all. Actually, um, what here's the thing I was in retail and it, I could see the recession happening before it happened. I also, hmm should point that out with, um, with, I was in orange County and orange County was hit, had seen showing the signs much sooner than the rest of the country, because mostly a real estate industry and my clients stopped shopping as much. So they would like, instead of buying something for $500, they'd spend a hundred dollars. And I was like, huh, you know, so I kind yeah. of felt like, oh, I've done all I can at this store and this opportunity to transfer is here. And there's something going on in this town and it's not going to go well for me. (laughs) So, um, so I moved and it was, you know, the recession was about to hit. Right. So I moved in 2008, um, seven, 2008 is when everything was going down. Um, and while people were like quitting their water bottle, (laughs) like, you know, subscriptions, like their water delivery subscriptions, I was like, hello, I'm here to teach you Pilates. (laughs) Um, and people were buying it which is so crazy. I didn't, first of all, I didn't know it would be difficult because I was in sales and I loved it so much. I was just, I wanted everyone to have the same exact experience as I did. Um, but I didn't think that Pilates is going to be my thing. I really thought I would do it part-time. We would get through this recession thing, whatever it is, the retail industry always bounces back. Right. This is before Amazon hadn't become a thing yet. And, um, and I would take over the company because I worked for this company for so long and I knew the owners and I knew that one day that head owner would retire, which is coming up. And then I'd be running all these stores. So I really did think that like I was a new retail and then this little like side hustle, um, for Pilates. But I got to a point where I had to actually make a decision because I was working every day because I was teaching people right. at six and 7. AM driving across town in traffic to work from nine 30 to six 30 some nights driving back to the studio to teach people. And then I would teach them my days off. And I was working more than a doctor and not making doctor money. And, um, and so I, I thought, well, all I, I, I think I can make the leap right now. And so I made the leap, not knowing that, like, I had no idea. I, no, I had no aspirations that, oh, I'll teach Pilates around the world. Like that wasn't even a thing for me. I actually didn't have that 
confidence or feel like I could be the person who does that. I just thought I'll just do this. And, um, and it's really funny. I followed people's questions and that's really where I got like, people would ask me questions and I was like, Oh, I never thought about that. So that's kind of like the thing. So, so what kind of questions, you know, you know what I mean? Like it's that awareness to, to, yeah. to recognize, again, it's that curiosity. That's why you're such a good podcast. So you, you're, you're aware, you're listening, you're curious, like, hmm, what are these people? Well, they said that that's not just a coincidence. That's a thing. Yeah. So I'd been teaching, um, at this club for not even three months, like two months. Um, and, um, uh, at, at the club, they would give every new member got a free session. And then my job was to give them that free session in 30 minutes and then get them to buy a package of Pilates. So here they are already spending membership money, whatever. And I'm here like here by this thousand dollar package. We just met, but here you go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, everyone in the room was like, it's so hard. It's so hard to get clients. It takes forever. Just like keep your job until you can't, you know? And I was like, okay, you know, okay. And the first person I got 30 minutes later, I was like, yeah, so this is like, da, da, da. she bought the package. Next person I got, they bought the package. Next person I got, they bought. So one day I get a phone call from my boss. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, what am I doing? Is that, <laughs> am I doing something wrong? And she's like, no, but no one, no one in the history of the company has ever sold to every single new client. What are you doing? And I said, well, that's a really hard to tell you what I'm doing, but why don't I watch people and see what they're not like all just compare. And because Mm. she asked that question, I actually looked around and noticed what people were doing in a session. And I saw the difference. And this is like, this is, I think something you'll nerd out about everyone there was trying to sell Pilates to these people. And I was actually just trying to get them to trust me that what we were going to do today was just going to be a tiny drop of where we could go together. And like, And I was like, we, I was, I was talking about the future. I was showing once we get through this, it's how you're going to feel. This is what you're going to have, because this is how I feel. And I was Mm -hmm. sharing my personal experience with Pilates. And so what I noticed is everyone's trying to sell Pilates. Mm -hmm. I'm selling, like, you can trust me. Hi. You're selling transformation. Mm -hmm, 100%. And so that as a three month old instructor for this company, I was teaching teachers from who've been teaching for decades around the country for like, I was doing zoom ones, like, but not zoom something like that. And then I was doing ones in person, teaching them how to convert first-time clients. So brand new teacher. And I started teach coaching like in that moment. And, um, and they kept having me create workshops. And then I, and then someone found out that I create these workshops and I got hired by an outside studio to do it. And it just became this thing. And then I, um, you know, I just started listening to other questions people were having. I'm like, oh, I can create a workshop on that. Like, I didn't know this. Like, I did not set out to be like a workshop presenter. I didn't even know these people did that. And right. then I just started doing it because I had, I had a pro, I had the solution to people's problems. But internally, your story, like the ability to translate your story to a class in that moment at those early stages, like those, those are the things that we look at and we go was I aware? Was I conscious? Did I know that that's what I was doing in the moment? But you were just so in tune, connected with what was going on and how this was changing you that, you know, it is everything that you were talking about at the beginning that you hope for people to do to recognize that I'm stronger. I'm more aware. I'm more conscious. I am more in tune with humanity, with what these people are asking because I'm doing this thing. And as you did that, then you, you killed it. Right. And I, and it's, and I wouldn't, 
there's no way I could have been just floating to the earth and notice this. Like I own, like you're correct. The only reason I could notice these questions, notice these needs, notice these people and their trans, the transformation they wanted and how I could get that for them was because I had had it. Cause I had connected myself. Cause I yes. felt so inside myself. And, um, and so, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just really fascinating how life works. Isn't it? So, okay. So then, uh, I know that there's, there's, you know, another sort of climactic moment still to come here. My homelessness probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one. <laughs> gosh, you guys. So, um, how does that, so, how do, yeah, just open that up. That's so the next it's, chapter. You know, what's really funny. It's like, you'll forget like the pain you have in your life. Sometimes I think that's an entrepreneurial thing. That's what another entrepreneur said to me is like, but I actually been homeless twice before that. So, um, briefly, but just like loan money didn't come in. So I couldn't pay rent. <laughs> it was really fun and grateful. Like the person I was with at the time, everyone is like a divine person in your life. They're like some sort of guide and they don't have to be there forever. And this person was really great in the beginning at like really encouraging me to dream bigger about my business. Like he was like, if you're going to quit this job, like, what is the thing going to be? Are you going to be like, you, you should be Mari Windsor. You should be the next one. We should create DVDs. You should own a big studio. Like how much money can this thing make? And I was just like, I just, I just graduate. I don't even know what I'm doing, <laughs> you know, but yeah. he really pushed me to get really like dream bigger and, and get some sort of like plan together. And I'm like, I was like, I'm just following, just following the juice. Um, but he is the person who encouraged me to write a book. And all, so I wrote a book for Pilates instructors, people trying to become one because I was trying to solve a problem I had. I couldn't find teachers who'd been trained enough and I hated all of that. So I had all this, but there was, there was actually like a point where, um, this is a fun story. So he, you know, I'm a Pilates instructor you know, with blunt. I obviously can't afford a beautiful house on a hill overlooking the coast yet. Um, now, now totally different story, but he was a lawyer, had his own firm. And so we had this beautiful house. Uh-huh. of 180 degrees of windows. Like one half of the house is just floor to ceiling windows facing the West. The sun is setting every night. It's so beautiful. Now he gets a leather couch y'all. It is Topanga. This is, we're talking over 111 on a, every freaking day in the summer. And so you're literally like an iguana <laughs> on a hot, rant, like hot lamp. And as the sun sets all day, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Not really. It's like, you're dying. You're being melted. <laughs> and so like, I would have to put like towels down on this couch and like, try to hide, like get smaller and small, like, like slide down the couch. The sun couldn't hit me. Anyways, we had this 80 inch screen TV and a too narrow of a room. Cause it's very into sports. And I was watching, he's just not that into you while reading the book, strength finders 2.0. Cause you know, sometimes you have to have something on while you're reading a book, strength finders 2.0. The book says, so many people think they have to focus on their weaknesses, but really they should be focused on their strengths. And I got this 80 inch screen TV of he's just on that into, and I'm like, Oh, I don't think he's that into me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I wonder, I wonder if he knows that. <laughs> and I was looking around this house and I realized everything I owned, I could fit in my mini Cooper, everything. All I, all the things that I own yeah. in that house, in this massive house with these beautiful views, I, I could fit in my mini Cooper. So I, um, talk about taking action. Everyone I got on those like apartment rental website.com things. I texted a friend to see if I could stay in her guest room, if that was possible. And I packed up my mini Cooper <laughs> and I had to break up with someone for no good reason. I was just like, I just don't think you, we like each other that much. It's, it's I don't, just too I hot on the leather couch. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, 
And uh, so what ended up happening is, you know, you can't just overstay your welcome at people's places. So I was never sleeping on the streets, but I, um, I was couch surfing for several months in LA and I was really just trying on different like neighborhoods for size. I'm like, do I want to live here? Do I want to live here? And, um, in the meantime, I totaled my car and I, the studio that I was renting from, for my own personal business was closing. And then my company transferred me and I was like, okay. And everybody around me was freaking out. They're like, oh my God, are you okay? Like everything seems going. I'm like, actually the universe is making my life really easy. It's just taking everything I don't need out of my life right now. And I just, cause you have to like, at some point you just have to go, I don't know what this is, but like I've landed on my feet every single time. And by the way, I'm still doing Pilates. So like I was, I felt every day I was doing it and I felt so good. I felt so sure. And all of that happened in the best ways. So yeah, that was, that was a fun time. How, how long ago? Oh, so 2013 is when I was, um, yeah. So it's not, it's getting close. It's getting close to a decade, but you guys, here's what, okay. Here's another, like, this is a moment that I realized like life was really interesting. I, um, I was, uh, the Pilates instructor for a, uh, elite running team and, um, and I, so I ran like six miles with them in the morning. Now I'm home. I don't have a place to actually go shower yet. I have people's homes that I have keys to, but really like, I'm, I'm not living there. I'm going there to sleep. I'm not like, Right. you know, par- like just hanging out. Cause I have nothing to do. So I ran, then I took a hot yoga class to stretch out, you know, this one membership thing. And then I went to my therapy session. Can you imagine how much I must've smelled? And then I went to the whole foods cause I have no refrigerator. So I'm going to whole foods as this like couch serving homeless girl who at least is like paying for an overpriced salad. And I'm sitting at the whole foods in Brentwood, which is like, if you've seen any video of LA, you've probably seen it. And um, celebrities are like walking out. They look like normal people. And I'm sitting there eating this salad and my phone rings. And I decided to answer it. Cause like, I'm hoping it's an apartment or something. And this woman goes, Hey, Leslie, you know, this is Los Angeles magazine, which is like a massive magazine for, mm-hmm. for it's like the magazine for Los Angeles. You are the, we voted you best Pilates instructor of LA. And I'm sitting there and I was like, I'm so sorry. Did I? I didn't even know I was in a competition. Is this, what, what is this? Is this for real? She's like, oh yeah, we have a best of issue every year and you are the best Pilates instructor in Los Angeles. And I was like, oh, well, thank you. She's like, yeah, we're gonna have a big party. We'll email you the invitation. We hope you can come. You get to bring a friend, dress up. It's a whole thing. It literally is a whole thing. And I sat there and I realized like, I didn't really have anyone to call <laughs> to share this moment mm-hmm. with. Um, and I was like, wow, this must be my jewel moment. This is like when jewel was homeless, living in her right. car and the Grammys called. So like, I knew in that moment, I was like, okay, I must be doing something right. Cause like, you don't get voted best Pilates if you're just like, you know, flying by the seat of your pants. So I just knew that that was like a sign, like of great things that were going to come my way. And that, and it really did like from that moment that's when I started traveling and really building my own business and now. Yeah. It's it's fascinating as we as we kind of land the plane here. What what's what's so great about a moment like that is because you're so beyond that moment now. You know that was X number of years ago, and so obviously the story continues past there. But you look at that and you think, sure, that could be the climax moment. That could be it. That could be the turning point for everything. And yet you've also got these other moments. So you've got so many different moments that you can pull from yeah. to say this is how I changed. But I think, sure, there's a Pilates story in there of you saying, whoa, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. I need to lean into this and try to expand this thing because it's making an impact, obviously, which is why you're here. But drawing back to that moment, 
that first Pilates class when you thought you were good, but you didn't have any friends looking for belonging, finding connectivity like that. You think of the story and the thing that people are looking for, right? People are going to hear that voted best teacher in LA and go, wow, that's amazing for you. But it's going to be hard for them to find themselves in that moment. Mm-hmm. But you talk about this moment of you're doing life, you're living around, you're living what you think is good. And then somebody brings you into this experience where you find you go into yourself more than ever before and you feel connected to the world around you. That's something that people can can take one simple small step into, yeah. which I think is why then you were voted best teacher in LA. And now, I mean, you're a worldwide sensation because you learned how to tell that story within 30 minutes and invite people into something bigger. Yeah. And I think oh, that's so why so good. many people are. <laughs> well, I just think that again, the, the experience here, the invitation is that that's, that is you, but it's not far from any of us to be able to do that. That's the value as you draw, you drew attention to it. That is what you were doing. That is the story. That's the power of the story is if you can harness that, the simple, the small steps and tell that and invite people into that, that's where you affect change. That's where you really make a difference. And then it expands and grows from there because you lean into that. Mm, thanks for highlighting that. I'm going to do that. Well, that- <laughs> I'm going to do that some more. <laughs> Good. Yes. Great. Excellent. And so if somebody is obviously listening to this, we could talk for so much longer. You, you are a phenomenal we, we storyteller. We have, have to do more chapters. We'll have, oh to tell, we'll have to tell you, uh, we'll have to come back and talk about how Brad and I got together and how he dumped me without ever dating me. Oh, dun, dun, dun. I know you'll have to have, you'll, you know, you'll have to have him on, have him tell that story. <laughs> we should, we should. He is a, a marvelous man. Uh, uh, every conversation I have with him is, is fa- fantastic. Um, we but just even, I would love to even just highlight some of the things in another episode, another conversation about the way that you tell stories. You're, you're taking us on this journey and you're also throwing in these little nuggets of like, you have a picture of this, like, this is what it is, like Whole Foods, like, I can't afford this, but I'm eating a, a $14 salad. Celebrities are walking in, like, there's such, you bring us in. And I think just as, as a storytelling technique, there's so much that you do right. And uh, again, I could t- take a whole episode on that. So maybe we'll do that some other time. Yeah. But- I'm anytime, any chance to talk to you, I'm in like, this has got to be a regular thing, but thank you for all these compliments, especially on my birthday. I'm just, by the way, words <laughs> of affirmations, my love language. So, Oh gosh. Oh, come <laughs> on. I, if I had known, I would have said it even more. Uh, <laughs> so when, uh, I mean, obviously people are, who don't know you at this point are going to want to connect with you and find this level of connectedness that, that you have found and are bringing so many other people onto what the best ways to find you are what? Oh, okay. Well, you can find me on Instagram. If you love that platform, leslie.logan, if you want to actually just dive into the Pilates, look into it, go to online Pilates classes.com. We like to make it real easy, um, <laughs> for the memory online Pilates classes.com and my podcast, be it, tell you, see it on every place. You can listen to podcasts. Brilliant. Fantastic. And I, <laughs> I just, I love you so much. It's just such a joy. So this and is so fun. We'll look forward to more conversations from here. All right. I love it. Go Thank ahead. you. Have a fantastic birthday. Thank you. We have a great day. Okay. See ya. 
Thanks for listening. This has been No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street, and we are just getting started. I'd love to know what you thought of this conversation, so please feel free to reach out to me on my website, on Instagram, or in the Fearless Speakers Academy and share your thoughts. In the meantime, honor this conversation, go out in your life, and tell a better story today. We'll see you next time.